You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 121. And you know, ladies, there's been a lot of talk around this COVID-15 and COVID-20. And we're not talking about a new variant of the disease, okay? We're talking about the weight gain that's been associated with the pandemic. If you're one of those women who have gained some weight during the pandemic, you are definitely not alone. And this podcast is for you then today, because we are talking about how to have the right kind of weight loss mindset in order to lose the weight that you might've gained during the pandemic and, or maybe the call it the freshman 15 or the honeymoon 20 or any of those periods in your life, happy times, sad times when you've gained some weight. So let's learn about how to have a healthy mindset for weight loss. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. And today I wanted to talk to you about this idea of COVID-19 weight gain or weight loss, mostly about the weight gain because it's called the COVID-15, the COVID-20. And I've been doing a lot of different research and I want to read to you a couple little polls that I have um, done some research on and kind of talk to you about weight loss in a different perspective than what you're thinking. Kind of talk to you more about it from the mindset aspect, because you know that I'm all about mindset, because I believe that mindset is like 90% of what helps us get over something or helps us to do something or not to do something. It's not necessarily just the action. I think mindset goes along with action because you have to have the right mindset in order to put action in the forward direction, or you have to have the not right at mindset in order to derail you from doing certain actions. So just stop. I want to start here with a poll. So listen to this. According to a poll by the American Psychological Association, 61% of U.S. adults reported undesired weight changes since the pandemic began. The results released in March 2021 show that during the pandemic, 42% of respondents gained unwanted weight, 29 pounds on average, and nearly 10% of those people gained more than 50 pounds. On the flip side, nearly 18% of Americans said that they experienced unwanted weight loss, on average, a loss of 26 pounds. Another study published on March 22, 2021, assessed weight change in 269 people from February to June 2020. The researchers found on average that people gained a steady 1.5 pounds per month. Okay. So that's where you're getting the, you know, all this talk about COVID-19, the COVID-15, the COVID-20 weight gain. There has also been weight loss in there. So 
you know, people now that we are not, if you've done your own research and you've listened to, you know, um, virologist, if you've listened to scientists and a lot of other people, you know, who really do study the research, we are really out of a pandemic. We are now in an endemic, meaning the majority of cases have settled way down. So it's not considered a pandemic, meaning it's like, like going crazy, like it did a year ago. So things are starting to open up slowly, a lot more in some places than in others. And people are starting to get back more to a, I don't want to say, you know, normal, but for the lack of a better word, getting back to normal. Okay. And I'm not going to address, you know, getting back to normal with getting the, you know, the shot or any of those other types of things, because we have got people who listen to this podcast who sit on both sides of the fence. There are people that are in favor of the shot and there's people who, you know, who feel that maybe now is they're going to wait. They're not, now is not the right time and they don't really want to get the shot right at the moment. So let's put that aside of going forward with normal, but getting back to normal in the sense of things opening back up because the amount of people getting the illness has gone considerably down. Okay. So now you may be thinking that you have a goal of losing weight. Okay. And with this goal of losing weight, now the things are starting to open up, the gyms are opening, you know, you can find more, you know, weight loss stuff at the, at the stores. Like now you can go and actually get weights before, you know, they were clear off the shelf. Now you can go buy some of that stuff and you can start working out from home. If you want to do that, when we start to think about weight loss, I want you to really think about weight loss more than just diet. And we're going to talk deep about that today. I want you to start thinking about it from a mindset perspective because mindset is everything. And unfortunately, ladies, it is often the last thing on people's minds, no pun intended. Okay. When they're thinking about this, because they don't think about their thoughts or their thought patterns or why they do what they do or why they don't do what they don't do. Okay. We just don't go there for whatever reasons. Okay. I don't know why. So when you start losing weight, you might be so fixated on the calories or the macros or what you can eat or what you can eat and how often you should exercise that you don't consider the emotional and mental changes that go along with that. And there is always, always emotional and mental changes with most things that we do. Okay. Because there's an emotional or a mental connection to a lot of the things that we do. Our heart and our brains kind of work together on most things. Okay. So you have to have, no matter whether you're going for a job or you want to lose weight or you're, you know, going to do this or that, you have to have the mindset and be in the right frame of mind in order to bring those things about. Okay. So one of the most important things to remember about weight loss is that it's not going to miraculously ladies solve all of your, and I'm making air quotes here, all of your problems, you know, sure. You know, you can fit into your clothes better. Um, you can, it can give you a boost of self-confidence, you know, but it stops there. Okay. It's important to remember because most people are often under the misconception that all the problems that they experience are due to being overweight when the majority of these probably are not related to your size at all. Okay. So let's now look at some reasons that you can turn to food and why people turn to food. Okay. And it's not necessarily, I mean, you can use the word pandemic that we were in because, you know, it caused people to have stress, but people overeat for a lot of other reasons other than just stress. Okay. And 
Overeating is usually, like I said, it's caused from a deeper underlying issue. Some people eat out of boredom and others may eat due to sadness. Okay. Others may eat because like I said, due to stress and anxiety, food can be very comforting and it can help to take your mind off of certain issues. You know, food is also a cultural thing. You know, a lot of cultures eat food and gather around the table for happy times, sad times, or just any times indifferent people just break bread and for whatever reason. Okay. And food, like I said before, is very comforting and it can make you feel great and it can take your mind off of a lot of the issues that you may be having. However, if you find that you're using food, excuse me, as a tool to cope with the stressors of your life, it may be time ladies to break that cycle. There are likely other more positive ways that you can, you know, do or experience to fill in those voids that you may, that you may be having, and you just may not have thought about them. <clears throat> okay. So some of those things may be finding an alternative coping me- mechanism, because once you've identified the cause of your overeating, you need to begin to address the issues and find better ways to handle that. If you're eating out of boredom, you may want to consider taking up a new hobby that will bring you more enjoyment into your life. For example, you may want to learn to play a new instrument or to try a new sport. This will take your mind off of eating and will allow you to focus your energy on something else. Okay. Once you have made the commitment to finally lose those ex- that extra weight that you've been, that's been bothering you or that you don't want to have on you anymore, you need to hold yourself accountable to your decisions. It may be helpful to track your, to check your progress. Create short-term and long-term goals and keep a food journal if that's something that you want to do. Monitoring the progress you make can help to keep you motivated and it can help you to stay on track for the long run. Overall, understanding why you're overeating, finding new hobbies, ladies, and activities to cheer you up that and that distract you, and holding yourself accountable for the decisions you make each day can make a huge difference regarding the amount of progress you're able to make. It's important to create sustainable and realistic goals for yourself and to stick to your commitments. If you are able to stay positive and have, and realistic about your goals with weight loss, it will make them easier to attain. <clears throat> Excuse me, grab a spit tea here. You know, I always have tea when I do my podcasts. Okay. So by understanding this, you can start a new life journey. You can start a new self-discovery that not only includes getting to a healthy weight, but also allows you to work on your mental health at the same time, and it can set you up for long-term success. So now let's talk about some things to know about developing the right kind of weight loss mindset. Okay. Like I mentioned earlier, ladies, weight is on many people's minds these days, but wanting to lose weight and actually doing it effectively are two very different things. There is so much more, there's so much information out there that becomes, it becomes overwhelming. All right. Different diets, workout plans, structure plans like Weight Watchers or keto, just counting calories or carbs and so much more. It also goes way beyond just figuring out what method of weight loss to go with, but the obsession and unhealthy habits that have a diet mindset can create. Okay. So in today's podcast, I want to talk to you about why you should ditch the typical diet mindset and work on developing a healthy mindset about weight loss instead and why that's important. When you have a diet mindset, ladies, you're only focusing on your diet alone and you are ignoring all the other factors that go into successfully losing weight. So let's take and look at a better solution and how do we develop a better solution? So instead of developing this diet mindset, take it slow, one habit at a time. 
Make a list of what you deem your unhealthy habits are. Then gradually improve on one habit at a time. Do you drink a lot of soda? Then replace it with sparkling water. Is your diet high in refined sugar? Try more natural ways to get sugar in your diet, such as fresh fruit. Do you snack throughout the day? Try adding more protein and fiber to your meals and you won't feel the need for this. You want to think about weight loss for the longevity. Sure, you can follow a strict diet and lose weight quickly, but will you keep it off? Probably not. Okay. I can't stress this enough. It will take time for your bodies, ladies, to adapt to this new lifestyle, to a new weight loss thing. Think of it this way. It took time for you to put the weight on your body. Therefore, it will take time for you to take the weight off. So don't go on a diet and obsess over weight, over, over your weight. Simply begin to eat healthier and move around every day and your weight will naturally regulate to a healthy level. Dieting is not a natural way to live. Therefore, get rid of the diet mindset and begin to permanently change the way you eat. Before you know it, you will trade in your overweight and unhealthy body for a stronger, fitter, and healthier you. Okay? Because when you go on a restrictive diet, you tend to do a lot of yo-yo dieting. Okay? And we know, ladies, that yo-yo dieting wrecks your body. And the reason that most people do yo-yo dieting is because it's hard... dieting alone in of itself is hard. There's many things that go into it. Okay. And a lot of times you start with one thing and you go to another thing. So I want to say it again, yo-yo dieting wrecks your body. So if you've ever tried to lose weight, you probably have some experience with this yo-yo dieting. Okay. Yo-yo dieting is essentially when you continue making changes to your diet and or your fitness routine, often to the extreme. Many yo-yo dieters don't just start and stop the same diet or method of losing weight, but often bounce from one diet to the next. You know how that goes. This is common seen with different fad diets and trends, such as trying low calorie, then maybe moving to Weight Watchers, then doing keto, then paleo, then back to low calorie, or then going on a juice fast next. Okay. You tend to stick to each one a very short time then either stop dieting for a while before starting the next one or jump immediately into a different eating plan. And ladies, while there is nothing wrong with experimenting, get me, there's nothing wrong with experimenting and trying new things, yo-yo dieting can do a lot of damage to your body and it actually makes it harder for you to lose weight. Yes, I said it, it's true. Yo-yo dieting makes it harder for you to lose weight. You might think that even if you're bouncing around between diet plans, you might say to yourself, hey, Michelle, at least... I'm losing weight and, or I'm maintaining weight. And that's a good thing, right? But it's definitely not underneath the surface. You are doing way more damage to your body and mental health than if you never attempted to change your eating habits at all. First of all, ladies, yo-yo dieting does a number on your metabolism, your metabolism. It is smart, but it can't handle constant restrictive calories, then overeating calories, then restricting, then overeating. If your yo-yo dieting includes changing up your macros in between big binge sessions over and over again, your metabolism will likely slow down in order to compensate. It is also really hard on your hormone levels. When you have dietary restrictions, especially extreme ones, ladies, you tend to increase the amount of cortisol that your body produces. This can be bad for your heart and a lot of other things, and it can cause you to hold on to weight because high cortisol correlates with high insulin, which correlates to your body holding on to excessive weight. 
Okay. I know ladies, okay. That it's easy to get caught up in diets you see on the news or on social media or what your friends are doing. This makes it hard for you to just stick to one method without wondering, Hey, what else is out there? What am I missing? You know, what should I try? Maybe I should try that because this hasn't worked. But if you keep on getting stuck in the diet loop where you want to bounce from one diet to the next, don't because I've got some good tips for you and I want you to listen to them here. All right. So the next one, the next thing is I want you to talk about those tips before you consider starting, starting any type of weight loss method, diet or lifestyle change, do your research. This alone can often deter you from fad diets that just aren't for you or not really based on any scientific studies. So, you know, me, I am a big person all about research. So look into what these different diets, you know, what they incorporate, what they have you do, you know, and how much weight loss success is there? And is there any research behind some of these? And some of them, there is not. Okay. Realize that you're an individual with individual needs, not just because your friend, your sister, your coworker, or your social media buddy are doing a specific diet and being successful with it does not mean you have to do it. What works for one person is not going to work for everyone. When you find something that works for you, just keep on doing that. Don't bounce from this to that, to this, to that stick with what works for you. Then I want you to consider your preferences and food allergies. A common mistake made with people who do yo-yo dieting is that they go to these extreme diets without really understanding what it will take. Remember to look at what foods you are allowed to eat and that you are not allowed to eat what restrictions there are and what you will actually be eating and what you'll actually not be eating or doing. If you can't have dairy because you're either a vegan or you're lactose intolerant for whatever reason, then going on keto where you would be eating quite a bit of cream, butter, and cheese, maybe that's not the best option for you. Okay. And thinking, Oh, how can I do it? Now don't get me wrong. I've seen many things out there on go on, on being vegan and doing keto at the same time. And it's not that I'm just saying, I'm just using that as an example so that you understand, you know, dieting is a personal thing, ladies. Okay. It's very personal and you have to look at what you are willing to do and what you are not willing to do, what you like eating and what you don't like eating. And then you've got to find a plan that is going to match those things so that you can stick with it and be successful. Because at the end of the day, success is what we're looking for, right? So here's my overall tip. And you know, I say this all the time and we had last week's podcast was all about on eating a whole food diet. I don't like the word diet because number one, the first three letters are die. And because dieting for most people in their minds, you know, it conjures up negative, negative thoughts. It's restrictive. I can't have this. I can't have that. I'm depriving myself. Um, I've had bad experiences with it. So, you know, here's the thing, ditch dieting and incorporate healthy eating habits for weight loss success. Think about weight loss success differently. Start having a different mindset. Okay. When you're ready to lose weight, ladies, and I'm stressing the words here, when you are ready, you might receive advice from others about strange crash diets that they have tried, like eating only cabbage soup or bananas, or, you know, the lemonade diet to lose weight in a safer way. I want you to change your diet habits slowly by following one tip at a time. Okay. Do one thing at a time and think about losing weight, being healthy, 
Okay. It's about health. And when you're healthy overall, you will then lose weight. We've talked about this several things, several times. So let's go over a few best ways to change healthy eating habits so that you have a better mindset around food. Okay. First of all, you can check the condiments in your refrigerator. All right. There's a lot of hidden calories in a lot of things, you know, like ketchup, um, salad dressings. You can make an attempt to have the best salad in the world, right? Put everything good in there. And then you gouge it with salad dressing. And if you look on the back of the label of a salad dressing, it's like one tablespoon. Now, how many people just put one tablespoon of salad dressing on an entire big salad? Not many. Most people are putting like maybe half the bottle on their salad or three or four or five tablespoons. Well, then you have to double, triple, quadruple all of those ingredients, all those, you know, facts, those calories and the fat content and the carb content by five, if you're having that many servings. Okay. So one serving is one tablespoon. You have five tablespoons. You've got to multiply it by five, right? Ketchup the same way. You know, a lot of people dunk their French fries in mayonnaise. You know, you just got to be aware of all these excesses of calories, like where they're coming from. So I encourage you to read labels and make healthier choices at that level as well. Okay. Then look for leaner meats. When you go to the supermarket, you know, look for things that are not high in fat, stick to more lean chicken, lean fish, um, lean beef. If those are the things that you want and look for, for actual whole food meat. Okay. Because Look, if you're looking for fish sticks or chicken nuggets, they are all drenched in fats and oils that are added in the manufacturing process. So those definitely are not going to be something that you consider leaner meats to eat. Okay. So look at what you're eating. Basically it's simple. And then I want you to consume more fruits and vegetables. You see, but a lot of these diets like, um, the keto, you know, they're very restrictive on fruits and they're a largely restrictive on certain vegetables as well. So it's pretty much just eating, you know, all that fat creams and proteins and all that other stuff, and really not getting a lot of fruits and vegetables, but you can do a modified keto where you are getting in some lower, lower glycemic indexed fruits and vegetables into your diet. Because ladies, at the end of the day, here's what it's about. Keto, nothing, all that stuff. It's about nourishing your body. Okay. So to change your mindset about food and health, you've got to focus on nourishing your body, not restricting it. Don't focus so much on calories and carbs, and instead look at what vitamins and minerals are in your food and what are you eating. Each meal that you eat should have a good balance of carbs, protein, and fat with a good amount of fiber as well. When you fill up on the best or the better nutrition and and foods, ladies, you're going to have less hunger pains and you're going to have less cravings for the unhealthy stuff. Okay. So you want to change your mindset. So instead of, like I said, thinking about diet, think about, I need to be healthy. Okay. How do I get to be healthy? I've got to change what I'm eating. And just by that pure fact of changing what you eat and changing your mindset, you are going to automatically lose weight. I can guarantee you that. And when you start thinking about what else goes into the equation of being healthy, okay, exercise, drinking more water, sleeping more, de-stressing, you know, journaling, moving, you know, all those things that goes into a healthy overall package deal. So you start to work on all different things, not just focus in solely on diet, which has to do with thinking only about the foods that you're consuming in your mouth. Okay. Because weight loss incorporates way more than just calories in calories out. 
there's a lot more to factor into it and everybody is different and how you lose weight is very different depending on who you are, your hereditary, your lifestyle and everything else like that. All right. Now I want to go into, okay, talk about some of the benefits, because I think like I always talk to you, if you know why you should do something, it makes it a lot easier to do it. Okay. So let's go over some of the benefits of weight loss. So if you're on a diet, chances are good. Your motivation includes losing weight to look good in your swimsuit or fit good into that tux or whatever at your best friend's wedding. Okay. Everyone wants to look it in their clothes, but there's more ladies, like I just said, to losing weight than fitting in your bikinis and having beach bodies. Although I'd like to have one of those. And so I can't complain about that as well, but weight loss can help you avoid some certain diseases and it can definitely help you live longer. It also may improve your sleep. Okay. And here's another one. It can enhance your sex life. I mean, did you know that losing weight can enhance your sex life? Hey, think about it. So why is this important? Because focusing on the other benefits of weight loss, like I talked about just a second ago, it changes your mindset and it moves you into more healthier habits. And healthy habits is what we want to strive for because healthy habits one day at a time lead us to compounded effects over long periods of time. All right. When you're overweight, ladies, it can, it can exacerbate either bone or joint problems that you already have, or it can help lead to them faster down the road. Your knees and back must accommodate those extra 10 or 15 pounds that you have added onto your frame. This extra weight will only hasten the deterioration of those joints either now or over the long haul. Also, extra pounds can make it harder to breathe, which in turn can aggravate if you have allergies, asthma, and it can even disrupt your sleep. It can cause you to have sleep apnea. And a lot of women are getting sleep apnea these days too. And when you lose weight, it tends to disappear. Also being overweight has been linked to some types of cancers, high blood pressure, diabetes, and heart disease. Okay. So yes, weight loss Definitely, we see those positive short-term things like looking good in our clothes and everything. But again, looking at the longevity of it, you're going to have overall better health and you're going to avoid a lot of those other things. Okay. All right. Weight loss can also help improve physical, can also improve your mental and physical health. It can help improve your self-esteem because you feel better when you have weight loss, when you're at your current weight. It also helps improve those serotonins in your brain, which also makes you feel better. You have a whole different outlook when you're at the weight that you choose and where you feel good at. Okay, ladies, weight loss is about feeling good for yourself. All right. It's not about what someone else tells you that you have to do or you don't have to do. Okay. Yes. When people come into me every day, I talk to them about diet and exercise mostly because if their cholesterol is elevated or if they've got high blood pressure or they've got some other things going on, you know, it weight loss affects a lot of different entities. So we're always going to be talking about it in one sense or another. But when I talk to my patients, I'm talking to you about weight loss. It is definitely for the long-term overall goal of being healthy for your entire life. It's not just, okay, lose the weight right now because your cholesterol is high. It's to lose the weight to help your cholesterol go, go down long-term. Okay. Everything that I talk about with being healthy is to help us to be healthy long-term so that we can go out there and be great moms, be great career people, great CEOs, or do whatever else we need to do in our lives. Okay. So, you know, 
As I previously stated, ladies, weight loss typically can be beneficial for our overall health. It can help prevent certain conditions and even reverse some conditions, such as high blood pressure. However, it's important to be realistic about this as well. While many people see positive results in their mood and overall health after losing weight, you, I don't want you to look at weight loss as a cure at all. It is set to, you know, give yourself realistic goals and to move towards those goals. Overall, it is important to lose weight for the right reasons. Improving your mental and physical well-being are great places to start. Just remember that losing the weight won't always fix everything, and you need to be reasonable when, when approaching the issue and when developing an effective plan. As long as you keep a positive mindset and know what you're working towards, you should be able to achieve your goals and possibly improve your well-being in a realistic and achievable way. Okay. So lastly, in ending the podcast today, I want to talk to you about a few other things that you need for developing a healthy mindset for weight loss. First of all, ditch the comparison, ladies. We do not need to be comparing ourselves to other people. Comparing your diet, your exercise, or your body to other people's is a recipe for depression and definitely for self-loathing. And you don't deserve that kind of pain in your life. Remember, you are a unique individual and you are going to have a different weight loss journey than anybody else. So don't look at social media. Don't look at your friends. Don't look at your sister. Don't look at anybody else. Look at you. You're comparing you to you, nobody else. Next, I want you to be kind to yourself for goodness sakes. You know, you wouldn't go up to somebody and ask them why their diet is so bad, why they don't exercise enough. You wouldn't, right? That would be really rude. Well, if you wouldn't treat another person that way, why would you treat yourself that way? It is so easy to be critical of yourselves, ladies, and it is hard to be kind, especially when it comes to weight loss. Still, I want you to try to be your best compassionate self to yourself. Do not criticize yourself because that's only going to lead to you gaining weight instead of losing weight, which is what you really want to do if that's something that you want to do. Okay. So don't compare yourself, be kind to yourself. And then I want you to remember that your journey is your own. Okay. There's something that you consider that you should consider when you start comparing your weight loss to other people's. Why are you losing weight? Is it for them or is it for you? Hopefully it's the latter. Weight loss ladies is an individual journey. It has nothing to do with other people's expectations, their ideas, or their thoughts. You're losing weight for you and you alone. It's not for anybody else. So please don't lose sight of that. The best friend you have on your weight loss journey is yourself. You're the one making the decisions and putting in the work. In the end, your losing weight becomes you, oh, becomes what you want. Okay. Comparisons are easy to make, but they're not healthy and they're not helpful. Just remember to be kind to yourself and show yourself some compassion that you would show everybody else because you deserve it. So there you have it, ladies. I know that we talked about a lot of things today and maybe I sounded a little bit jumbled there, but overall, I just want you, you know, as you move forward, because number one, we're in spring. So whether you gain the COVID-15, the COVID-20, whether you are looking forward to, you know, going to the beach and wearing those summer dresses and wanting to look better in clothes, whether you need to get in better shape for overall health, you know, it all hinges on weight loss. And I think that we're all on a weight loss journey 
most of our lives because weight loss, I, I think of it like just everyday stuff that I do. I don't think of weight loss as a one and done type of thing. I consider weight loss as part of who I am. And I don't necessarily look at weight loss as weight loss. Like people typically think of like, I need to lose weight. I think of weight loss in the overall sense of being healthy. And it has to do with my everyday choices that I make every single day, whether I choose to move in the positive direction or whether I choose to move in the negative direction. Okay. It's not good nor bad and there's no judgment. So if you start to develop a mindset of thinking about weight loss in that contextual sense of it's something that I'm going to work on every single day and that weight loss has to do with being overall healthy instead of just the numbers on a scale, then you're going to think about it very differently. And when you start to think about it in that positive mindset and the positive frame of, of, you know, positive frame, you are definitely going to lose weight and you're going to be healthier overall because it just, they, they go hand in hand. There's no way that you couldn't move in that forward direction. Okay. So at the end of the day, think about weight loss for health and longevity and for vitality and for, you know, feeling good and for being able to be able to do all the things that you choose that you want to do in this life. Okay. Because, you know, we've talked about choices before, and I talked about that in my newsletter, you know, you have the choice, so make it a good one. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that, you know, this gave you a little bit of insight about weight loss and mindset. I hope it wasn't too jumbled up, you know, forgive me if I was, I was just trying to make a point, you know, and really, again, I just want to also reiterate at the end here, think about why you want to lose weight. Okay. And think about what works for you and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And understand if you do overeat or you binge eat or whatever you might have, you know, that has to do with food. Think about why you have an overeating problem. Think about why you eat the way you do, because that getting to the core of those issues, a lot of times clears up a lot of the overeating issues just right there. You know, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to, we have to know where we're starting from in order to know where we want to go. Right. All right. So there you have it long winded, but anyways, tried my best to give you a good one this week. So let me know, you know, what your thoughts are. Let me know if you gain the COVID, you know, 15 or 20 or the honeymoon 20, or if you gain, you know, what do they say? The freshman 15, any of those type of things. Those are all different times in our lives when technically we can lose weight, whether it's stressful times or it's happy times, whether it's change, we tend to gain most of the weight in times of change, whether those changes are happy or they're sad. That's usually, if you see, if you look around why you gain weight, it's during those times. So just psychologically thinking about it. So let me know, leave us a rating review over on iTunes. You can hit me up on the DMS over in Instagram at wellwoman at wellwoman network. You can join our Facebook group at wellwoman network 360. And this month we're actually in month. We're actually in week number three of a spring cleaning challenge about cleaning out our houses and different parts of our house for the spring challenge. So if you want to jump in, you certainly can. And again, that's at wellwoman network 360. If you'd like to become part of our VIP newsletter and get women's wellness tips and just encouragement and advice, different things like that every week in your inbox comes most every week. Um, just head on over to wellwomannetwork.com and there's a sign up page almost everywhere on the website. You can sign up to receive our newsletter. So there you have it, ladies. Um, I hope that you had a richly blessed week and I hope that this coming week will bless you even more. 
So until next week, ladies, bye for now. 